So, <sighs> haven't been able to trust a fart for about four days. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's just say it's gonna be a minute before I have a bucket bowl again. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's a. It's you know. It's high risk, high reward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just. It's been bad. It was a bad weekend. It was like, hey, I rested a lot. <laughs> you did. It wasn't even week. Like what well, you were out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then finally feeling good on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But I'm still not quite like the the, the old stomach is still like yeah. I, I weighed in this morning. I dropped 10 pounds over the weekend. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, 10 pounds over the weekend. So Congratulations. I think I'm going to do this once a month. <laughs> and uh, by, by vacation, my second vacation in October, yeah. um, I should be close to my call weight. <laughs> Actually, uh, no, man. I wouldn't. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> uh, so how about you guys? Did y'all hang around the toilet a lot this weekend? Or? Not any more than normal. Oh, that's, good. that's good. Yeah, lucky you. One nine hundred turlet. One hundred turlet turk. Turlet turk. It's a turlet turk. It's the Louisiana coming out. Yeah. Did y'all see the flashes? <laughs> opening weekend was terrible. Yeah, right, honestly, that it's it's done worse than Black Adam, which is abysmal. <laughs> that's a big, truly, which is incredible. That's a big middle finger to Doctor J right there. Yeah. So. Is your grade still still sitting where it's at? Or is I think so. It's like it's not a perfect movie by any means. No. Um, but I, it's just because it doesn't perform well in the box office. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's indicative of whether or not it was a good movie. I think that's indicative of everything else, like other than just the content of the movie itself. Mm, interesting. Whereas Black Adam, I feel like... A lot of people were excited to go see it, and that's why, like, if people knew the quality that Black Adam was going to be, I doubt it would have reached $5, to be honest. I would not have paid to see it. I've never been so angry as, like... Guys, I think we hit a new record, though. I think this is the fastest that Jansen has trashed the movie in an episode of a podcast. No. We've not even made it out of the cold open yet. I'll open up the next episode with <laughs> Don't worry, I'll set a how new much record. I hate Black Adam. <laughs> I'll set a new record. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it, it just, it doesn't, I keep thinking that maybe it's going to word of mouth and all that good stuff. Yeah. That movie just had a whole like working against it between all the Ezra it Miller did. stuff and, you know, just the bad taste that, that DC has kind of left in everybody's mouth over the, over the last few years. Right. It's, it's like just, it's, it's following... Um, Black Adam and then Shazam. Dookies. Both of those Both of were not good movies. Not good. Yeah. Um, like Shazam, I've heard that it's not like it's not as terrible as Black Adam is by no. any means. I haven't seen it because I'm not going to put myself through that. There's not many movies um, that are as bad as. Yeah. Thank you. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, I tried to give it a chance too, and I was I was like, you know what. Screw Dr. J. I'm going to go in there, and I'm gonna, and, and it's like, <laughs> I sat for through, and that little kid, I'm like, dude, just kill that little kid. Yeah, dude, just drop, so drop a rock on him, just anything. And Man. at the end when he was like, mm, he put his hands up, and they're all like, yeah. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? It's the Illuminati, dude. Y'all look dumb. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jay-Z's made that exact same pose. That's what it is. That makes sense. It's the lizard people. It's the lizard people. Hmm. Incursion yep. or diversion? Black yeah, Adam. Black Adam. <laughs> that was a diversion. I wish, I wish it was one or the other. Too bad it was just a terrible movie. Uh, it doesn't even get the explanation for it. Well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, I had to leave work early 
<laughs> Thursday because I was not in a good place physically. Uh, was home all day Friday, Saturday. Uh, I got to spend a little time reading some comic books. Oh, I will say that. Where'd you get them from? It's funny you funny you ask that question. It's my favorite little place out in Pie. Wow, Pie, Pie, Pie Tennessee. Pie. Our friends at Crypto Comics. Nice. Have you heard about it? Um, I, I have. have. Have you finally picked up your order that you were keeping there? Nope, still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was going to pick it up Friday. And <laughs> instead, I was rolling on the floor hoping the ceiling would quit spinning. You know, <laughs> dehydration's a mother, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, we love our friends over at Crypto Comics. Yes, we do. Um, they're some of the best people that have ever existed and ever will exist um, from today moving forward. Uh, if you're in the Powell area or just East Tennessee in general, if you're really like, I don't know, east of America, like yeah. just take like Missouri and then go like if you're in that general area, yeah. um, anything Missouri and further on, uh, I think you can make the drive. It's worth it to go over to Crypto Comics. If you want to give them a call, it's 865-938-9528. Um, yeah, go check out our friends over at Crypto Comics. Let's do it. Hey, July the 7th, 7th through, through the 9th. 9th. Yeah. Uh, Fanboy Expo. Fanboy Expo. will be in town. Lord Crypto. of the Rings is going to be, half the cast of Lord of the Rings is going to be there. Yeah. yeah. And and Crypto Comics is going to have two tables. And guess who's going to be two there that Saturday? Yeah, yeah boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Kevin Smith will be here that day. And he's going to be doing a panel. Oh, I got the wow. email about that. He's With gonna... your boy. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> God. That would be crazy, wouldn't Kevin it? Kevin Smith featuring one nine hundred Nerdy Talk. <laughs> We don't allow cussing on our shows either, and that, that Kevin Smith would be like the ultimate. Excuse me. Uh, wow. As the the college bas- basketball, college baseball national championship uh, is underway. Go Tigers! Um, but yeah, Kevin Smith doing a panel six thirty. Jeff Hardy's doing a concert. Yeah, both band. the Hardy Bros are going to be That's there. That's going to be strange. Uh, Dude, is it music actually isn't that bad? Really? Yeah, I've I've listened to it a couple times before. Mm. Whenever I found out he like went into this like pop punk rock phase, I felt like an obligation. You gotta go check to it listen out. to it Just because me and my little brother support. were huge Hardy Boys. Like we mm. we were gonna be the next Hardy Boys. I now my like, brothers actually pursued that. Yeah, and I got fat, mm. and well, so I kind of so dropped it. That. I feel but, like Patrick will need to uh, will need to be in town for the fanboy because I was gonna, I was gonna try all to the again. wrestlers are gonna be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. All of them are going to be there. Except for our girl Mercedes. She broke her leg, so she's out. How funny do you think it would be if, like, Kane showed up and the Hardy Bros were there? And it's like, we have Mayor Kane. Yeah. And he just, like, is in his full, like, Glenn Jacobs normal, like, suit and clothes. And then just, like, double choke slams the Hardy Bros. (laughs) (laughs) That place would explode. That'd be magic. That'd be magic. But, hey, if you are in town that weekend, come out there. Go see the booth. Go see all... Uh, everything at crypto crypto is going to have a crazy setup there all yeah. kind of dollar books and funko pops and all kind of specials and fanboy expo we went last year the way they got it set up it's a good time you're going to see celebrities you're going to see awesome cosplay uh i mean it's just it's a really really fun event and if you're there that saturday we will be there as well you track mm-hmm. us down say hi we would love to see you there brando are you ready are you, are you, yep. Mm-hmm. You sure? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You sure? Mm-hmm. Yep. You sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another week of 1900 Nerdy Talk. This week, your boys are going on another topic roulette as we search for all the land's dirtiest, nerdiest needs right here. So stay tuned and listen in as we go over the Flash, Secret Invasion, and something else nice. right here on <laughs> 1900 Nerdy Talk. And something else. Something else. All right, boys. So the three of us are back again. It's we been are. a while. Guess who's back? Back again. The boys are back. That's right. Tell your friends. The whole band is here. Um, so this is how we're how we going to do it. I'm making this up as we go. So yeah, congratulations. Right. You you two are along for the ride as Rock much as roll. our listeners are. I, I prefer. Don't look at my notes, man. I won't look. Sorry. Uh, so what we're going to do is you are going to take turns picking a number between one and ten. Okay. And I will either name a topic or I will tell you to draw a name out of the Chewbacca skull in front of you there. Okay. Ten four. And you will get a question to read. Okay. I like this. I like this. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready to rock and rock and roll? I do believe so. Okay. Yes. Brando. Yeah. Since Juneteenth was just <laughs> a week or so ago. We're going to let Jansen go first. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, he stepped on his cord. Uh, man, that was a double L. Man. <laughs> Kick a man um, while he's down. Uh, three. Ooh, three. All right. This topic is fear the AI. There is a okay. lot of controversy <clears throat> or, or surrounding just AI in general right, right. now. Political in the movie world, right? Right. Uh, at you know the bars in the South, like it's <laughs> it's a topic, <laughs> a topic of worry. It's a topic of excitement for others, right? Sure. Uh, most recently, the first episode of Secret Invasion dropped, and it was released that the opening credit scene, yeah, was generated all by AI. Right. Now, in their defense, I believe everybody's saying that it was still designed. Like right. designers was, used an AI tool, right? So it did not necessarily take the job, I guess, of right. a designer. But it, as most people were saying, this is opening a door to potential job loss and stuff. Right? Uh, how are you feeling about that? What are your thoughts on the potential AI killing all of us and eating our brains? Well, Skynet. Um, I think that the best way for me to answer this question is to use an AI itself. And so I asked ChatGPT what <laughs> what they thought about this particular situation. And they said <clears throat> they said uh, he or she said it, it said qualifies, isn't it? <laughs> them said uh, as an AI I don't have personal opinions or emotions. Uh, but I can provide an analysis. So facts. Yeah, ChatGPT only deals in facts. There we go. Take this with a grain of salt, but artists using AI to create opening credit scene for a major platform can be an interesting and innovative approach. Uh, AI technology offers a unique tool, capabilities, yada, 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 yada whatever. Uh, it allows artists to explore new possibilities, experiment with different styles, and potentially create something truly unique. However, it is important to strike a balance between AI-generated elements and human artistic expression to ensure final result aligns with the intended version. That's a lot of words. Um, They're going to kill us. But I think that even that generic response kind of like perks up a couple like interesting uh, points about this is that like while this isn't artists like they're not 
like hand to hand using it, it does allow, it is, can be a tool to allow for something creative and unique that may have not been um, developed before. And that's my first takeaway from the opening credit scene of um, Secret Invasion right. was that it was sick. It was something that Marvel's never done before. Um, there was a lot of like flashing by. It was probably one of the most uh, peak interesting things about that first episode was watching that opening credit scene. Um, and I think that's that has a lot to do with the fact that it is such a different approach. Um, I think that it's nice that the, that the artists themselves haven't, like, they were the ones using it. It's not like it's right. stealing jobs from anybody. It's artists using a tool for art's sake. Um, I think that the whole argument that AI is stealing jobs doesn't really make a ton of sense um, because there's still, there's, I mean, we were talking about this before the episode. It's like, if AI is stealing jobs, like, what jobs are they stealing? It's like, art can be one example, but if we're, like, if the jobs we're trying to protect are, like, the 50-hour-a-week, like, blue-collar, like, I'm going to break my back and then I'm out for the rest of right. my life. Like, I'm disabled now. If Like, if that's the jobs that we're scared that AI or technology is going to take away, then that's a really dull future. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. So, I think that... Uh, while it is something that's new and it's something that we kind of look at and we're like, uh, I don't know how this is going to work out in the future. Um, I think that so far it's like, it's only been used as a tool. And I think that it allows for a really interesting take when used as such. Right, right, right. Brando. We can't forget that the wheel was also technology. (laughs) True. That people were unsure about that replaced people in doing jobs. Yeah, let's be real. The wag, the the horse drawn carriage replaced a lot of jobs of people carrying stuff around. True, that's true. And I'm sure people are like, oh, those horses and carriages are stealing our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, <laughs> poor horses. I do believe that. You know, yeah. I don't know that I can see a world at all, and like even the near future where AI has just completely replaced writers and artists and like right. these creative works because. They still need assets to pull from. Well, I think to that's make a, these things. A, right. a reason it's a big topic right now, especially in the Hollywood and in in this case, this you know, MCU and stuff like that, right. is the writer strike. Right. I mean, right, and it, it's not like anything is being created by AI. Like it, this, yeah. like even the opening credit scene for Secret Invasion, while that was technically generated by an AI, images like that have been created before. I mean, there it's taking art, like previous artist pictures. I mean, there's a, a ton of artists, even like Picasso's work is similar to that. And it's like, this is uh, more ambiguous art that has been right. used. It's mm-hmm. been cycled. That's part of the algorithm that AI is using to generate this thing. It's not like it's replacing anybody. That's like, it's not a new idea. And it's, it's, it's just not, applying it to somewhere where an artist might not have thought of that because yeah. all the MCU artists thus far have not thought of that. Right. And it's like, it's, you can say something has like a Picasso style, you know, or a, um, God, what's the guy's name? Banksy. Yeah. You know, like diff- different artists, Da Vinci, you know, like all these people throughout time, they had their style of things. Will there be an AI style one day? Probably. Sure. I don't know. But that doesn't mean that humans will just lose the ability to create art. Right. And I think that there is a bit of humanity in art that people cling to. Yeah. And 
I don't know that AI is going to be able to claw its way out of the uncanny valley anytime soon. So if it is just if things try to be solely AI generated art, writing, all facets of it like people are afraid of, I think we are still a long ways away from that happening. Cause you can even tell like, you know, we made we generated another uh G chat GPT opening. Yeah. And it's cool, it's clean, it's crisp, but there is still something about it that just feels so like it would still take a human to come back and take out all the Yeah, the all of the not <laughs> things we would say kind of right. thing. So there was a whole section of that that we don't do. It made us sound like we we're a lot more productive than what we actually yeah, are. Exactly. Provocative even. Um, <laughs> we are not. Which we're we not. are not. I we apologize. I, I do apologize for the Juneteenth thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I like I'm I'm not concerned about AI. I think it's a good tool. I think it will remain to be a tool. And I just want to let you guys know now that I accept <laughs> your leadership uh, to our robot overlords. <laughs> I have always been for the robots and for AI, and I just want it to be known, saved on the internet, that your will is my command, uh, robot overlord. I just wanted to let you know that we're actually holding an opening for a spot on 1900 Nerdy Talk um, mm. to replace Brando with a robot. So, you know any robots, you got a cousin who's a robot. Um, R2. Send them send our way. How do you know that I'm not a robot? Ooh. Mm. I'm way too flawed to be a robot. <laughs> well, one way we can figure out if you're a robot sure or not is how you answer you in a pool uh, before. How you answer the, the next topic. No, oh, all right. So give me a number between one and ten. Do not use three. <laughs> a robot cannot generate numbers. Uh the people oh what? <laughs> uh one and ten, that isn't three. Let's go with Or one or zero. No, I'm sorry. Chat GPT can't do that. <laughs> Lucky number eight. Ooh. Uh, so, a lot of praise for episode one of Secret Wars outside of the Secret whole, Wars? Or Secret Invasion. Right? Whatever are. Yep. Nobody's mm-hmm. seen Secret Wars. No, yet. they have not. Uh, the AI have. Um, Surely. So, a big thing is that this episode one was, they did not rely on superheroes. Right. Yeah. Uh, there may have been a mention or two uh, of like the blip and the Avengers, the Avengers and, but they did not rely even on those stories and definitely didn't rely on any cameos in the first episode. There's only five more episodes in this season. Can they go all six episodes without relying on the appearance of one of the Avengers or a superhero? I want to say yes. Technically, one did appear for a really short time. Rhodey was in there for about Maria Hill. That is true. That is true. Is that her name? Hmm? Is it Maria Hill? What character is Maria Hill? Is that a character from something? Is it Maria something? Maybe. I thought you were having some kind of attack there. No, I'm trying to remember the name of that character. And it just hit me. Guys, welcome to ADHD <laughs> Hour with Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is what it's like. I can I can find out. Do I think that... Um, do I think... I'll be dang, it's Maria Hill. <laughs> Woo! That feels so good. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> like, it he is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Still, okay. he's running on Internet Explorer. The web page, the web page, finally finished loading. <laughs> Shoot him. Um, <laughs> do I think that Marvel will be able to resist the siren song of having a cameo in their in their TV show? 
Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, even if it's a episode six, like bridging to the next series that they're doing, I think it's going to happen. I think there might be something that's even more egregious than that, especially with the renaming of Captain America, New World Order to mm-hmm. Brave New World. I think I'm going to throw out my irresponsible speculation out there. I think there's going to be something in this series that it's points to, to why well, that is the name of the movie. Right. We do see Rhodey. Not you know, obviously not in a suit or anything, but he's just you know with the president yeah. in the first episode, and they're hinting. There's obviously there's some scrolls somewhere in the White House, right? right. Is Rhodey a scroll? Now we we don't know, not yet anyway. So I think they're going to have to tie it to that to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder if they can go without him putting on the. I don't think a scroll would have got crippled like he did. Well, that's the one. All right. Is he a scroll it's now? kind of lame. Is he a scroll now? <laughs> Got a spine snap. Like, come on, guys. Chance now. Kind of lame. <laughs> oh. That was too good. Dang it, I wish I thought of that. Golf clap. <laughs> Golf clap on that one. I'm uh, sorry. Number 21 and 10 without three or one. eight. One. Yeah. Digging oh. the skull. Whoa. In the Baca Cup. Get yeah, in that head. Let's find out. Oh, God. All right. Come up with a comic book character and backstory on the spot with no prep time. Go. Jesus. Um, this is Octopus Man. Um, he's part <laughs> octopus, part man. Um, he's adjacent to Aquaman, Why but, <laughs> but he, he's not. He has uh, normal arms and limbs. He just has eight of them. Oh, God. <laughs> they also our average strength. So, and they take up a normal human body um, size. So they're kind of actually getting in the way. Shirts are really terrible for them. Even Shaq with his big and tall uh, section and JC Penny, he can't save octopus man. But what he really he likes to do is he got a couple of them shirts. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> they're comfortable as I'll get out. Um, octopus man was um, Aquaman's butler. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay. Went up to the surface and we got for a, a hot dollar found a pretty lady and stuff happened and Octopus Man was born. Um, yeah, Wait, he's, Octopus oh, Man's father is the is butler, the butler of Aquaman. Aquaman. That, That's correct. That did the freak freak with the lady with the, just a maiden of the night. Now, question, <laughs> question. There, there, there is nothing. There's nothing in anything Aquaman related that would lead us to believe that the Atlantean has have different anatomical features than humans. Why? Why has he got eight arms? Because it's octopus man. How much more do I gotta say? Without octopus man. Without this getting PG thirteen or worse. Just use your imagination there, Brenda. <laughs> what no, what I'm saying is is what like what gene is he passing along to give him eight arms? The octopus one. Okay. <laughs> What's a superpower? Um, it's just that Because if you say it's eight a- arms, that's called a defect. <laughs> um well, he would be great working at Starbucks as a barista. Ooh. Um Valid. he can type really fast. Just with one finger at a time, though. He doesn't have to learn to type. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's unbeatable in rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> now, the, I don't know what that was so funny. 
Because he always has. <laughs> he always has every he combination. Has at least two of one of them and three of, of two of them. I promise you cannot guess how many fingers he's holding up behind his back. <laughs> he said he, he can't do it. Also, if we want to give Octopus Man an actual superpower, we can say he has the ability to just like squeeze through any opening. Have you seen an octopus he on a squirt? Like it's insane. I'm ignoring that. Is it? Ex- it is insane to me how an octopus can like just literally force itself Ink. through like a gap this big. Oh, it doesn't matter how big the octopus is. He can fit in a jar. He can he fit can. in. A, he can fit in a jar. All right. Yeah. I think we better move move on. Uh, yeah, that's probably for the best. So Brando, yep. one to ten, one, three, and eight are gone. Correct. So we. Yep. I mirrored. The eight with three because of three. If you if you put two of those back to back, you get an eight. We have a one now. I don't have an eleven to do that exact same thing. So we're gonna go with ten. Are you trying to prove to us that you're a robot? What? Are you trying to prove to us that you're a robot? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? Did you say ten? Yeah. <laughs> in the skull. <laughs> do, do it. Oh, in the skull. I thought you said name a scroll. I was like, oh, I don't know it. Peter. <laughs> Rody. Ooh. Octopus Man. (laughs) Create a theme song for Octopus Man. Best Marvel Chris, Hemsworth, Pratt, or Evans? Mm. Oh, boy. Hmm. I may have an unpopular opinion here. I I think I like... Well, on the West Coast. Okay, I have answers kind of for... Mm. I have reasons for all these, and by all these, I mean two of them. Chris Evans is my least favorite Marvel... Chris, oh, it's really? nothing personal. Like he's a good actor. I'm thinking of outside of just the movies, though. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I like him in Knives Out. He's great in Knives Out. He's great in Knives Out. Um, there's a movie that was on Netflix where he held a trumpet, and I never watched it, but I was always like, oh, I need to watch that movie with Chris Evans in it. Mm-hmm. Right. No longer my recommended movies, and I do not remember the name of it. If you do, drop it down in the comments down below, and I will go watch it. That's a lie. I'm not gonna go watch it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go watch it, but it's not gonna happen. Um. I'm going to go with my favorite Chris is Hemsworth. Mm, I it's a, it's it's a very big toss up between <clears throat> him and Pratt. Honestly, it depends on whose interview I have listened to the most recently because right. they both make me laugh a lot whenever they interview. Sure. Um I do hate that we're not going to be seeing a lot of Chris Hemsworth uh because of his whole brain thing, so he's stepping down from Thor and I'll, actually a lot of his acting stuff, which okay. I think is a good call. Um, kind of get that phys- both physical and mental health stuff, you know, wrapped up. Yeah. Um, Chris Pratt is just so freaking funny though, man. Yeah. He like is. He is. outside of Marvel, like he has some of the best stuff. Like I, Chris Pratt is my is spirit great. animal. Parks and Rec is fantastic. Yeah. Like I do, I do love me some Chris Pratt too. That, that's a tough one. Yeah. Minus sure. for sevens. The spirit of spontaneity lives inside that man. It truly does. It is exciting to watch. Uh, he does get a he does get a little hit because he chose to voice Mario and all the memes that came from that. I didn't see the Mario movie. I heard it was fantastic though. It was a great time. I enjoyed it. Kids loved it. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not somebody who's mad that he did the Mario voice. I'm just saying if we're talking about the different Chris's. I'm not going to be mad at anybody that gets paid no like not a at all dollars to yeah. do something. No, fun. go get your yeah. bag, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think Pratt's probably mine, Dr. J. Yeah, um, pro- probably a toss-up between um, Evans and Pat and Pratt. Evans and Pat. Evans and Pratt. Um, Hemsworth isn't my most favorite. That's just fair. like, uh, I don't know. I think that probably Chris Evans might be my favorite. Um, I don't know. It's definitely a toss-up. Yeah. 
Got some good Chris's. Cool, cool. Who's next? You? You're yep. next? Oh, yes, I'm next. One, three, eight, and ten are taken. Six. Six. And the skull. Oh. Back. Actually making pretty good time today, boys. Efficient. That's us. They come here for efficient podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question. Is Superman overrated? Um, I don't think he is. Um, and we, we, I've discussed this on the podcast before. Um, my personal thing with Superman. Get any more cord? Yeah, just a little bit. Here, I'll fix it with the. I was playing with oh, it with my toes. Go. Oh, there you I, go. I, I <laughs> I'm doing the vacuum cleaner thing where you give yourself a little bit of a lead so mm-hmm. you always have a little bit extra. You know what I'm talking about? Um, so is Superman overrated? Um, I would say that no, he isn't. And again, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'm giving you a little bit to clip off there. Um, but <laughs> with Superman, his whole point is like he, he was one of the first superheroes he kind of defined the genre of comic book superheroes like he wasn't the first comic book superhero there were ones before him i think shadow man was one that was before him we don't know the yeah. names of them because obviously they didn't do what what they did but if you think of a generic superhero like say you guys wanted to be artists and you're like yeah i'm gonna create a superhero in my mind if i was gonna create a costume for octopus man i might give him a cape I might give him some sort of primary color and give him some like weird underwear that doesn't follow the the pants and shirt of the thing. Right. And, like that's that's just the generic thing of like what you think of whenever you think of a superhero and that's all defined by Superman. The powers, super strength and flying are all like prime powers that we think of with any superhero if we're just coming up with one on the spot. Um, it's hard for me to say that he's overrated whenever, like, that's kind of the definition of the genre so far. Yeah. He's probably exactly rated. Yeah. I don't think at all he's overrated. Is he overpowered? Sure. But, like, is he annoying? In some instances, yes. Yeah. But it's like exactly what you're saying. Like, Superman made comics. Like, right. we wouldn't be where we are in comics today without Superman saving comics, essentially. Yeah. Right. And,. Dude, Superman has some incredible storylines. If you have not seen Superman Red Sun, yeah, you really, need really to good. see it. If you have not like experienced the fullness of injustice outside of the video games, you need to. Right. Like Superman is central to so many really, really, really good stories. I think if you say that Superman's overrated, you might have to also say that Captain America's overrated. Yeah. Because Captain America was made just a couple years after Superman and embodies the same... same Truth, justice in the American way. Right. It's essentially like, Captain America. Exactly. But um, they couldn't say it because it was Superman's thing. Exactly. Um, as far as like the goody two-shoes, like always going to do the right thing superhero, like they, these are pillars of how we define superheroes. I think that if, if you think that Superman's overrated, I don't think you've ingested enough Superman content. Yeah. Yeah. Would be my argument. To that. You like, you need to read some Superman comics too to like fully understand right. like how good his stuff is, or watch animated yeah. Superman. Because if your experience of Superman is just like Man of Steel or Superman Returns, right? Yes, that version of Superman is overrated. Um, but we have not gotten a really great uh, depiction of Superman in a long time in live action. Yeah. What number was that? By the way, that was number six. Six. Yeah. All right, so we have up. one, three, six, eight, and ten. So I let's go with. Let's do one more. Yeah, let's do one more each. I'm trying to visualize what this looks like right now. 
Two's open. Six is well. Six is gone. So seven's open. Nine's open. Uh, I'm trying to keep it mirrored. So four's open. So we have one blank. Two. We have one blank. Three blank. Blank. Six blank. Eight blank. Ten. So let's go with five. In the skull, dog. Oh. Name one thing that gives you hope for Daredevil Born Again. Uh, they, they got the cast. Yeah. Do what? That they, for the most part, got the cast. Well, at least... They we don't got, have... We got Daredevil and Kingpin. I'm just... Yeah. See, that's what scares me, though, is because we do have Kingpin, but do we have this new MCU Kingpin? And Iger's back. Uh, that's true. That's what know. gives me hope for Daredevil yeah. Born Again. Bob Iger is back for True. the production of it. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. I think it can be a really cool show. I if really do they think like embrace what Daredevil, Kingpin, and the Punisher represent in the terms of Marvel. It's just mm, that yeah. gritty, like, saturation out the wazoo. Like, yep. it, let's just be a bit gritty. And I think we're kind of leaning into it with Secret Invasion, just kind of like the like tonality it, yeah. of sure. the first episode. Simplistic, so, baby. Yeah, and we have Deadpool on Disney Plus now. They have the mature rating system mm-hmm. on Disney Plus now. They are kind of setting us up for those bit more, you know, visceral kind of shows. So hopefully, it, it I highly doubt is going to be as intense as the Netflix series. Yeah. But if they give us something that is even a shade of it, I'll be happy. Yeah, I'll be happy. Same. Same. Um. Yeah, I think that I wish. That it was released, whether or not like uh, Karen Page and Foggy Nelson were going to be in it. Yeah. So far, they have not been casted for it, and I hope that that decision is just a really late one that they're holding to the end. Yeah, Foggy's great, dude. Um, I think he really is. His character's so good in the show. Yeah, and he kind of like I don't know. That was one of the biggest things that was compelling for me with Matt Murdock was the character of Foggy Nelson in the way that he was played in the Netflix yeah. series. Um, so I'm really holding out hope that they actually are ca- casted. They are making a, an appearance in. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope that the yellow suit is ditched. Um, I really, I really hope there's a moment in this show where he goes back to see that designer and the designer's like, never tell anybody this yellow is not your color. And like redoes the suit. Like he sees him in it out in the wild and realizes this was a terrible idea Marvel can be happy that they paid homage to like the original Daredevil suit. Yeah. And we get the red one back. So like my children are trying to like have a full blown wrestling match. I know. I was like, someone's using the top bunk as like the top rope. Somebody's about to have to get a visit here in Mm. a second. Mm. Uh, But before that takes place, how about you pick a number there, Dr. J? Uh, Number seven. Hey, you got the last topic on the thing. Attaboy. So after episode one of Secret Invasion, um, people have been some some people are comparing it to kind of Andor that that feel where again a little more simplistic, longer episodes, a little more serious, not relying on the cameos. Again, this is only one episode, right? One episode in. Um, if this does continue to be for the rest of the season, but yet it. It is re- received like Andor was initially, where hardly anybody watched it. Mm-hmm. 
Do you fear that Disney Plus will go back into their, some of their old habits of shorter episodes, crappier content? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not. Um, this is the first TV show to like to be released since uh, Bob Iger's come back. Um, so that gives me hope that it's not going to be. Is there a child getting? Murdered? Sounds like they got a visit, and yeah, we didn't talk. have to leave the they, room. They done pissed off Mama Bear. <laughs> um, so pray for them. <laughs> I do think that um, that this. I don't think we'll go back. I cross my fingers and hope to God that we're not going back to the lackluster content that we had gotten with some of the uh, MCU shows. But I think that. Uh, I don't have a lot of hope that Secret Invasion is going to do super well. Um, I think that comparing it to Andor is a good comparison. Um, Andor was a really good show, but it and we did are getting not... season two, by the way. Okay. True. So, and I hope season two performs better than season one yeah. did. Um, it, I think whenever Andor came out, it was in a really saturated market where people had a like there was too much Star Wars and too much bad Star yeah. Wars uh, yeah. content that was being released. I think that Secret Invasion is kind of in that same spot, at least for me personally. It's like, yeah, I saw Secret Invasion. And I was like, I know that I should watch this. Did it sneak up on anybody else? Like it did? I yeah, forgot 100% did. it had released until I saw a video on YouTube saying reviewing the first episode of Secret Invasion. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. That first I thought I saw like the same thing that popped up. First, I thought it was like early release. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. like Secret Invasion's coming out like a week or two. From a day now, or like, two. Whatever. Yeah. Um, no, it, it was it was there. Um, but it's just. Marvel content's been really, really saturated and n not all with great content. Um, volume 3, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3 was really good, but as far as uh, the TV shows, leaving a lot to be desired. Yeah. Um, so I think that I really hope that it performs well. It's me being a little bit more cynical. It's hard for me to say that it will. I think it might have an and or effect. Um, but... This is Here's kind of hope. This is kind of a side question because you brought something up that made me start to think about something. Do you think that we are getting out marveled and like in the Marvel saturation is coming from the fact that they sold the idea that these Disney Plus shows were not going to be that relevant to the main MCU timeline? I mean, they were like, "You're not going to have to watch the shows to keep up with what's going on in the movies." But if we're being honest, that's not really true. No, it's not like true. there is so much stuff that has happened in these TV shows that are major plot points. Yeah. The entire Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness is built off of WandaVision. Yeah. Um, I think that was one thing that irritated me the most was I was like, I was excited for the shows, but I was like, listen, if they suck, it's not going to be that big. Thing. Right. Right. And then you, you, you see WandaVision, which was good. I enjoyed. But after watching that and then Moon Knight and. We get to She-Hulk. I'm like, I have to watch She-Hulk, right. even though like I was right. not enjoying, enjoying it, because Moon Knight, true, did not play into the mainline yeah. MCU at all. Still has not really been at all relevant. Like, there's right. not been any callbacks to yeah. it. Like, which is fine. I want to see Moon Knight in the MCU, but I'm glad I didn't have to watch that right. show. Right. right. I don't know what shows I do or don't have to watch, but now with this show being called Secret Invasion, knowing what Secret Invasion is about. The next Avengers movie is Secret Wars and, right. you know, Kang Dynasty. So it's like, yeah. I have to watch this show now. And this is six episodes of, you know, who knows how long the episode is going to be. Who knows how good the quality is going to be throughout the entire season. And I'm like, man, I think you're right. Like, I think that's a big reason why, yeah. like, I'm out Marvel is I just feel like there's so much content coming out that is relevant that doesn't need to be. Yeah. 
Well, if we're talking about quality, I think I can say that tonight's episode's quality was at least 7.5. At least 8 tier, for sure. sure. Probably better than (laughs) She-Hulk. Yeah, and and guys, listen, I was talking to them. I know we need to make a compilation video of how many times we've said that was a great first episode and then have to come back and say, so the show wasn't that great overall. But Marvel, they sure know how to make a pilot. Ooh, and we sure know how to make a podcast right here on One Nine Hundred Nerdy <laughs> Talk. So make sure you tune in next week as the boys talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs every Thursday at 6 p.m. I'm not saying One Nine Hundred Nerdy Talk again because you guys always make fun of me when I do it. Hmm. On One Nine Hundred Nerdy Talk. <laughs> you didn't have to get mad about it. I wonder if I can get one of those AI art generators to make an octopus man um, comic book cover. You, you, I, I can guarantee you, you that you can because I use a Dolly, the art generator. over the for, solo. For oh, wait. All. Shh, shh, shh. Okay, continue. I would never. I use the uh, Dolly <laughs> art generator.